This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Hey man, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's good to hear your voice. Everybody, welcome yeah. aboard. As we continue yeah. the marathon, we're going to the Gold Coast of Australia. We've got Minister Peter Whiffen in the house. We've got the next hour together. Brother Peter, you want to open us up in prayer? Yeah. Praise the Lord. We love Him. We praise you, dear Father God. We all receive our inheritance today. We thank you for the blessing, inheritance of the saints. We ask for your kingdom to come, for love, joy, peace, soundness of mind, self-control. Please appoint us to know the truth. Let us receive a, a love of the truth. And help us today, come today with the message that will help many and um, inspire many, encourage many of the beloved believers. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Peter, the mic is yours. Welcome back. Hey, amen. Yeah, nice to hear your voice too. And um, I was watching you, you. You're doing a bit of feeding the hungry over there. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, yeah, sure. Um, how's that? How's that going? Hey, it's going really good. We got started last Friday, and we fed uh, 25 people or so on Friday. Then went up to um, a mountain place called Kentamani on Sunday. Fed people there. Then went out Monday. That was our third feeding. And actually, we're planning right now to do uh, four more outreaches this week. We're going to go out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday with a local pastor named Chandra Tobing here. And he's lined up four different villages where we're going to go out and feed anywhere between 25 and 50 people at a time. And, um, hey, we're just we're blessed to be able to get out there and show the love of Christ, make some contacts, tell people, you know, we care about them. And... Uh, 
folks, I let the chief know. America said hello and sends love to Bali. So uh, I believe it's making some great connections and, you know, putting a face um, on America. Uh, other countries. I mean, we got people tuning around the world who have been giving, but, you know, the West, in other words, that, yeah, we care about the Indonesian people. And it's a small thing that we can do, but you know what? There's some people right now who are having a hard time around the world, got no food, can't eat. We were at one group, Peter, that um, they can't afford to even buy rice. They're eating cassava, oh. which is like, you know, yucca plant. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's like a stringy potato. <laughs> you know, and uh, some people make even bread out of that, apparently. I want to thank Sister yeah. Dorcas for letting me know. She, she said, yucca, yeah, I've had that. I've even mm-hmm. had, uh, you know, some... Yeah, we, we ate that up in Fiji. They right. use that. They use that up in the Fiji Islands. So, yeah. you know, folks, we take things for granted um, many times, but there's many that are thankful just to have some basic staples. You know, they don't ask for much. A little bit of rice, nah. some noodles. We throw in um, some cooking oil, 20 eggs, a cool. real, uh, whole chicken. Yeah. Frozen. And then we give um, some salty wow. fish, which is like a bag of anchovies. They call it salty oh, fish down here. Right. <laughs> and so that makes a good that's meal. Gonna put, that's going to put taste in their meal for them. You know, they put the fish in there. It tastes beautiful. Absolutely. So we're excited to be doing that. Uh, couldn't do it without the help of the people out there, so I want to thank those out there who have helped and those oh, who have prayed yeah, for us. So, yeah. you know, just yeah, try to do um, what we can. That's all the Lord expects any of us to do. Just help those that we can. Show the love of Christ and yeah, be man. ready, you know, to, to meet whatever need you can. I know God will bless you. My friend, you, know, you, um, you can't go wrong being kind. You know, you can ask yourself the question, am I being kind? See? Is, is what I'm going to do now kind, being kind love is kind and and you can't go wrong being kind Th- those people are going to remember yes, God will use it God will use it to um, maybe even, you know, maybe on their deathbed it'll bring back to remember remember them Christians you know, you want to pray who knows but uh, nothing can happen unless unless one is sent with a message and what a message in this time, you know. Who else cares? You know, a lot of these people are forgotten. Amen. You know, we had a Balinese neighbor who uh, introduced us to one of the villages, and we had 25 people. We fed with him on Monday. And the guy mm. said, thank you very much. You know, not a lot mm. of people that think about others in this time. And, uh, mm. you know, we had sent out an alert to the neighborhood that said, hey, if there's anybody out there that needs help or knows someone that does, please let us know. He was the only guy that came forward. And then, I don't think anybody else had offered. Wow. We were so blessed to be able to help him, and we had people that have helped here from not only America, but some of you have helped from Finland, mm. South wow. Africa, wow. Denmark, you know, people around the world uh, doing what they could to help another in need and praise the Lord there's so many people in need you can only do what you can do but I just want to say thank you very much for doing what you could and brother um, that's just a small thing we're doing you've been doing this for a long time on a daily basis tell us about your mission there before you bring the word tonight yeah well we um, um, 
I uh, I took an interest in some Pakistani uh, a Pakistani lady that is a school teacher. God said to me, I was overwhelmed, and 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 God said to me, just one, just just pick one, you know, because you get many requests. So uh, she devoted her life to teaching the Christian. Uh, they're in a Christian village, the Christian school children, because over there in the <coughs> the other schools, they're they're treated badly and asked to convert all the time, and they're beaten and all sorts of awful things. So. I started a website called the Shallow School of Peace, um, just paid for the website and, and opened it up because she had no point of contact, you know, to get help. And um, we've been working on that oh, about three years, that website, and, um, you know, a little bit of funds. Remember, remember, it was through her we did that uh, brick worker. Right. Shannon, remember that? He, yeah. He was a man who had to sell himself into slavery because he couldn't pay a debt. And he's working yeah. uh, baking bricks. How old was he? He was in his seventies, early eighties. He was eighties, and his wife too. Uh, five in the morning till seven at night every day, not one day off. <laughs> Good Imagine grief, that. baking not, bricks. Not one day off. Yeah, folks, that's like the bondage of people in back in Egypt, baking bricks. They're doing it in two thousand twenty. Um, yeah. My friend, so we, I got, we got him out, Shannon. You know, thanks to you and everybody, and we we did the call and uh, got the money. It was twelve hundred US, and a fortune to him. But we we got him out, and uh, you know, I don't know if he's still alive, but uh, he's out today. You know, well now well, that's total strangers. The the Muslim owner got a shock because total strangers from the other side of the world yeah. bailed this guy out, man. Are you still doing that effort in Pakistan? Yeah, yeah, we got the school going. Uh, we, we're doing sewing machines. The little girls do a six-month sewing machine course, and they get to take the sewing machines home. And um, I'm just negotiating now to, to get a load of sewing machines sent from China over to them. Um, they're only $30 US each, really? plus shipping. Yeah, and they're beautiful hand. You know, they don't need electricity, and... Um, these kids can make a living from this. So uh, so they get training to be like a seamstress, get the sewing yeah. machine like Granny used to use with the, the pedal or the, the handle. Yeah. Um, easy to operate, easy to learn, and uh, no power needed so they're not restricted. What's yarn cost, raw material over there? Uh, that, well, the uh, the sewing machines are $30 US, and then there's a bit of freight. I'm just negotiating the freight to send 20 sets over there yeah and uh and uh then there's a six-month course and uh people you know around the world have been helping because of this website um i opened up my paypal so that it's uh trusted you know they talk to me on facebook and i talk to them and they 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 don't believe they're 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 risking money with a scam or anything and and right. guess how much we sent this month just just for interest sake you know not Tell me. to brag two thousand dollars this month wow um, wow so guess what she did with it she did what you were doing she, she bought food packages and uh, I got photos she, she did food packages out to the ones who needed food because the Christians there can't walk around the, the Muslims authorities and people are taking any chance they can to beat them yes uh, so they're, they're scared to even run out to the, get some groceries and um, they're starving. They're, you know, a lot of them are 
living hand to mouth as we know and and um so she's you know what a what a gem she is you know beautiful believer and um these little children that do the sewing they they're saved from becoming housekeepers for the muslims you you imagine being a good looking little girl a housekeeper for a muslim you know see how long you last so brother um you all actually give people a skill get them set up to where they can support themselves now the yeah. uh, the girls that do the the program the training do they live there? Is it almost like a um, orphanage? Yeah, they live there. They live there. They're teachers, uh, locals, ladies. You know, they got machines set up as a as a proper school with sewing machines in it, and the girls are given a proper curriculum, proper sewing instructions, so that they can make a living sewing um, at home in the future. Oh, that's great. So. Uh, do they come there from their homes to go to the school, or do they live there on site? How does it work? They come from the homes. They, they live locally. Um, because, see, a uh, little-known thing, you know, in Pakistan, they don't like Christians owning property. So they live in a village, a uh, Christian community. Um, they all have to rent the houses uh, from from the Muslim people. Oh. And they get screwed, you know, big, right. big money. Um, right. There's no mercy you could uh, so, get dumped out on your ear and you don't have nothing for the time or you invest in that place. Yeah. I mean, uh, if, if you're renting a house, that is, you know, and they were doing work on it, they could evict them any time. So you found a way to operate in that environment over there and get people trained up. Uh, do you have room for more students to come in? Yeah, all the time. That, yeah, they're coming and going all the time. And um, there's been beautiful people all around them. America and, and our Christian communities been sending some funds to help that. They're like they'll sponsor one girl for six months. You know, I, th- I think it's twelve dollars a month or something like that for six months. And um, and uh, it said these children now when the ch- when the little girl goes home knowing how to sew, she also helps her family because that income you know goes into the family endeavors. So I didn't set this up. Uh, the girl, lady I met set it up, and she talked to me about the idea, and we, we talked about it, and she she's the one doing it all. She implemented it. But my part is to be a facilitator of, of some funding, you know, to help Fantastic. and uh, use my skills on the computer to make a website and, you know, and use my PayPal account. The money money comes into my PayPal, and then I... I draw it out and, and send it over by uh, Western Union or another banking system directly to them that way because they can't get a PayPal account. Right. Yeah. Um, mm. Peter, that's awesome. What's the website? Um, it's Shiloh, Shiloh School of Peace dot org or dot com. Shiloh School of Peace dot com, I think it is. Shiloh School of Peace. Yeah. Okay, let's Shiloh see. School of Peace. Dot org? Yeah. Dot org? I think it's dot org. Um, I'm going there now. So there's pictures of the little kids here on yeah. the front. Am I at the right place? Yep. It's not a big website. It's not a big, big website, uh, but it's enough to inspire confidence, you know. Yeah. Great. Shiloh School of Peace dot com, I think it is. is oh, it I may com? have the wrong place here. Hold on. Wait a minute. Shallow School of Peace dot com. 
Mm, I hope it's working. You can get into it from uh, my website, His Kingdom's Table. Uh, wait a minute. Folks, we're live with Peter Whiffen. If you're just joining us, from coming to you from Gold Coast of Australia. And um, main website yeah. is kingdomstable.com. Yeah, hiskingdomstable.com. I think I've got a link on there to it. Uh, where are we? Shiloh's School of Peace. Let's see if it's going to work. Here we go. Haven't, haven't, haven't been there for a while. Shiloh School of Peace. There it peace. is. This little, little lead up to it with a shepherd go. man. The reason I asked oh, is oh, um, yeah. uh, they can go to that website and they can hit the support button. Here you go. I got it. ShilohSchoolPeace.org. Yeah, there it is. And... Um, um, uh, there's a lady, uh, Sermaine, and uh, she's on the first picture there. And um, she she had her education barefoot and struggled, you know, very hard, beaten, and had a really hard time getting her education to become a qualified teacher. Yes. So, so she, out of her care, has placed her life, you know, in into this sort of missionary work, and. Of course, all these little children pray for us all the time. Man, man, if you wanna, <laughs> wow. if you want inter- if you want intercessors, you know, you, you you get people that can't pay you back, and they're gonna pray you back. <laughs> Peter, what you're doing over there, man, is fantastic. Yeah, Folks. I'm only a small part. I'm just a part of it, man. And oh, this is you know, exciting. We, you we, we can kids, do our bro. little finger. You know, with our little finger, what was a mountain for them is easy for us. You know. So, right, we're going to know them all in heaven. You Can know, you imagine? They're, they're all going to be our friends up in heaven, you know. And um, this is a chance in these times, like here at the op shop, we're doing feeding of the hungry people who are hungry every day. We got a lady walked in. She's got. We got food being given to us every single day. We got um, uh, the coming around all the all the people who have fried their minds with drugs and all sorts of things are coming around they they got no food because the free feeds have been shut down here but we're doing it out the back door as takeaways <laughs> oh that's cool <laughs> <laughs> so uh we, we, you know um but what i wanted to share too uh is interesting I, I had five people walk in shannon wanted to be christians Tell, uh, tell me about it, brother. The mic is yours. Take all the time you want. Folks, we're live with Peter Whiffen. Over to you, my friend. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm sitting here one day last week and uh, knock on the door, and this late girl sort of is at the door and in my office, and, oh, yeah, what what do you want? Because you know, I get knocks all the time and people coming in. And uh, she said, I want to be a Christian. I want you to pray for me. <laughs> I, I, after I fell off the chair and got back up, I... I uh, got her to come in and um, sat her down and explained to her what what I believed, you know, the the facts of the gospel are. And she did not flinch. She received everything, Shannon. Amazing. Um, So we prayed for her. I got her to ask for her name to be put in the Lamb's Book of Life. Then I'm talking to her about being baptized. And she said, why can't I be baptized now? So, okay, down down to the water we went. Baptized her. What a day! What a day! So wow. I never had that happen. I've always had to try and preach them into the kingdom. You know, like 
persuade and talk and preach. But, th- but this one wanted to get saved. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, what's going on here? <clears throat> then another friend I've got, I've been encouraging him to do baptism. <clears throat> and uh, he comes running in the door a few days later. I got two guys. They want to become Christians. So in come these two guys. They sit down and explain the gospel. They they follow me in the prayer to be born again, have their names written in the Lamb's Book of Life to receive the love of God. Um, we pray for them. And then they want to get baptized. So down we go to the water again. <laughs> two more in a week. It's amazing. Not one argument on the gospel. Just, yeah, we want to know, we want this, we want to. <laughs> so Peter, then, did you, um, did you know the people? Th- In other words, had no. you met them before? No, he got them off the street. Wow. So someone wow. you knew that you were working with had went out, planted some seed, brought them in, y'all shared the gospel, they got saved. Yeah, met them, same day met them. Amazing. So open, and I'm wondering now, I'm scratching my head at this point going, i never seen this before. You know, we've done a lot of street preaching at times, and i never seen this before like this. So then, about three days after that, he's back again with another couple. <laughs> wow. Wow. They sat down, did the same, fully received. Why can't we be baptized now? All right, let's go down there. So the water's only a walking distance from me. So, so you know, they've got this uh, lock up and no one's around, and I'm thinking, yeah, here we are. We're, we're going on the beach where we're not supposed to. But anyway, never mind. We're going to baptize. So we went down there and baptized them. You know, the young bloke comes out of the water, and he says, I feel so light. Yeah, praise the Lord, eh? So there's a, I scratch my head now. I'm thinking, is there a harvest? Is, is, is it um, at the door for us all now, a harvest? So um, my thinking is, is to keep my eyes open and there may be more. So that's interesting. <laughs> Brother, oh, one plants a seed and other waters it, God gives increase. Yeah. And, you know, if you get your heart in the right place and, and you get yourself studied to show yourself approved, God, I believe, will bring them to you like like. Here, they're being brought to me because I know what to say. I know how to pray with them. I know how to really pray so they got the best chance of, of becoming converted, you know, and um, know how to teach and talk the gospel to them. And this is knowing what to say when, you know, this might happen. Well, you know, you know, what would you say if someone came in wanted to be saved? Would you be prepared to go baptize them and have the confidence to do that, you know? So this, this is all good things to think about these days. You know, amazing things to think about these days. Um, we got souls entering the kingdom of heaven that forever, <laughs> going to be with us forever. You know, they're, they're going to be our friends forever. Wow. So, Peter, uh, that's, um, that's a great uh, question. Someone tuning in says, hey, how do I lead someone to Christ? What do you, what do you say to someone if you want to share the gospel and God opens that door? Yeah, and uh, the scripture says if the word, the promise of God, which is the word is the promise, is is preached, that Satan turns up to steal it. And 
he has a chance to steal it if it's given without understanding. So there's some work to do to understand the gospel and transmit that understanding with the with the portraying of the promises. So these people said to me, some of them said to me, we never heard it like this before. When Peter was talking, I somehow felt that I'd known him for a long time. <laughs> See, there's spirit working. Um so is the spirit working in your life in, in, in the power to get through uh, the blindness that Satan's put on people? See? And this is part of the empowering work of knowing how to share the gospel. Not just sharing it, but sharing it in the power to put Satan down. And a lot of that comes from the practice of doing deliverance. Because you get the chance to put Satan down in deliverance and practice putting Satan down, right? Yeah. So. Well, you're right. Um, I looked up that scripture. It says, "The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God." And the God of Satan yeah. is little G, Satan. Yeah, man. Blinded them. So, what do you do to someone who does not know Jesus? And you have an opportunity to share with them the gospel. What what do you tell people that are tuning in tonight? What would they say to someone that God has opened the door for them to share the gospel? And they may say, hey, I, but I feel awkward, inadequate. I don't know what words to say. Is it difficult to present the gospel? What would be your reply? Um, well, for me, it's not. I've given a lot of thought to it, a lot of prayer. You know, in your prayer closet, it's praying for the ability to do it. Those that save souls are wise. You need to be wise in wisdom to save souls. Paul said, look at the unknown God. I know who he is. That was wisdom, waiting for him to use it, leverage off it. But me, I explained, I explained to them that it took me many years to find out what this is. Would they like, like to hear it? I'll share it, what I learned over many years. And they want to listen. Then I explained to them about the two atoms. I explained to them about corruption can never be fixed. It continues to corrupt. And that we are seeds. We will be sown corruptible and raised incorruptible. Just like when you plant an apple, you'll get a new apple tree. Then I explained to them that everything in this world is made of stuff. Our body, the, the seat, the walls, the house and the cars, everything is made of substance of this earth but I say to them there's one thing that isn't and they say what and I say your words words are, you can't say what words are made of are they made of anything of the earth Jesus said they're spirit so I explained to them that God Almighty is spirit and you contact him as spirit through your words that are spirit and they look at me I never thought of that before so there's a way you want to pray Do you want me to show you how I learned to pray that gets effect and and a lot of people want to know now this is not confronting this is not um, this is um, educating and helping and understand you know giving understanding so then I go well love I talk about love you know you can't force someone to love you can you and they go no 
so then I go, well, the creator wants to love us, but he, he can't force us to love us because that wouldn't be true love, would it? And they look at me. Then I go to the, I appeal to the love that they have in them already by faith. God has put his law in people that they have a call on a pull to automatically love God. So I go to them like this, even though we may not, you know, you may not know God. If I could say to you that God Almighty proved that he loved us and if he was out there wanting to love you and he's wanting you to accept that love and love him back, would you? So I ask him a love question and everybody's saying yes at the moment. So then I go, well, let's use our spirit, our voice that we've been given to tell God that we love him. Do you want to pray? Dear Father God, I love you. And you're out there. I want to know you. I get them to pray like that. And I want to be in your family. And I explain how God sent his son because he loves us. And that would you want to join the son's family because he loves us. And you can be a new apple raised incorruptible at the resurrection. Get your name in the book of life. Get an inheritance left to you all things pertaining to life. Get the armor to keep Satan and the devil off the devil, Satan, off your back. These are things that I explain that way. And I'm just appealing to good conscience, appealing to um, uh, knowledge, appealing to know how knowledge, um, giving the gospel with knowledge and understanding and uh, logic. I explained to them that the two atoms, one one um, was uh, became a living soul, and if we had one apple, all the apple trees came from one apple. All the people on the earth were born from the one atom. And then there's the second atom who had no children and had them illegally taken off him, and now is being given the, the blessing of the payback, which includes you being able to be adopted. So do you want to be adopted? Would you like to be in the family of the creator who made the universe who loves you? Hmm, it's a nice offer. And I believe that's why it is good news. If we can get to the good news of the gospel, it's not join our church, right? That's, that's next. But it's not join our church up front. It's do you want to know the living God, the creator who loves you? That's how I do it. Tell me more about what you mean by the two atoms. When the Bible talks of two atoms, first atom, which is Adam, and the second atom, which is Jesus, the only begotten, the last man. So in order to recover the ruined first Adam, Satan thought he'd won. He'd ruined the first Adam by wanting him to agree to no evil, and which Adam just got sucked in. Um, corrupted and, and corruption is never repairable you, you know you, you get a uh, an apple beautiful apple and put it in the fridge but sooner or later it's going to go bad and you can't reverse that but you can plant that apple get a new apple tree so on so the second Adam was Jesus only begotten of the father he was different first one became a living soul was created but the, the next one was begotten, born different, completely different. 
So, yet related. And this is where every other religion has philosophy. Cool. It's got nice ideas for life. Cool. But it doesn't address the two atoms. And this is what makes Christianity exclusive. This is what makes salvation the only way through Jesus Christ, the second Adam. There's no other way. Muhammad was born of the first Adam. <laughs> he had no idea on the second Adam. So this is our preaching. Buddha has philosophies, but he's from the first Adam. Mary was born from the first Adam. She wasn't the second Adam. Her son Jesus was, but, but she was so salvation comes only through the first Adam, which is the only one, because he was killed before he had children. This is this is our message. That that see Romans one, Romans chapter one, right? Says the invisible attributes of God can be clearly seen, clearly seen by even through our body by the creation. So we can look at the creation to see the invisible attributes of God. And we'll see that an apple goes bad, fruit goes bad. You have to plant it to get new ones. And we are to be planted, sown corruptible, raised incorruptible. So a seed produces after its own kind. So if you're not converted from the first Adamic race to the second one, you're going to be planted as the first Adamic race. Fine. You're destined for the great white throne judgment after resurrection. But the first ones, the ones or the ones that are born again in the family of Jesus Christ are the first resurrected a thousand years before, apparently. And they are resurrected to eternal glory, incorruptible to the judgment seat of Jesus Christ and have no, as we know, no place in the lake of fire. They're, they're saved from that. Because of birthright. Yeah. Lamb's Book of Life. What is that? That, I believe, is the family album. The names of those that have been born again by accepting to be born again. The beautiful thing is that, it, that the offer is for everyone. No exclusions. Doesn't matter what race you are, what colour you are, who you are. You can be born again. And this is the absolute mercy of the living God. So this is why once we are born again, we take on the family nature. What is the family nature? The right spirit, love, joy, peace, soundness of mind, self-control. We don't have the spirit of our other father that we had, but the devil, hatred, jealousy, rage, anger, strife. We don't have that anymore we do have it our father will deliver us of that so we can look forward to being cleansed from all unrighteousness to be how the creator of the universe wanted us to be so that then reflects in things like yeah go and feed the hungry it's just a reflection of the kindness of the creator of his love for the people that's just a reflection, and it's not just. It is a reflection, and it's beautiful. You know, I believe as Christians we should be ministering this as ambassadors, ministering. We're not saved by this, but we are administering the nature of our Father in heaven as proof.
by you will know them by their fruits. So my question to all of us that's believers is, have you baptized anyone ever? How long have you been a Christian? Have you ever bothered to baptize someone? Jesus said, go in all the world and baptize. <laughs> that's what I thought. And I was like 25, 26 years a Christian before it dawned on me. Hey, i got to baptize. I don't want to be meeting Jesus. And he says to me, Peter, you, you did all right, but, um, well, you, you know, you did this, but why didn't you baptize, son? Hey, you're right. What? You see people... <laughs> talking about the gospel but they don't talk too much about water baptism which is right there part of the great commission so what what does it mean to baptize someone and um how do you do it a lot of yeah a lot of people argue you know i cannot be saved and not baptized here maybe they say oh the thief on the cross wasn't baptized well there's no proof of that maybe he was baptized with john the baptist previous who knows but the question is the obedience of the Lord Jesus Christ, who said, follow me, he got baptized. He said, it fulfills all righteousness. Okay, God Almighty, far above our wisdom, made a way. And part of that way is to be baptized. So why even argue about it? Go and do it or get it done. Why argue? I see people who were debating it on Facebook and I'm going, man, it's not even a debate. Jesus, Jesus did it, commanded it, so we do it. Yeah, Peter commanded it. They were already baptized with the Holy Spirit in one chapter. I haven't got the verse, but Peter said, I command them to be baptized now in water. Who would forbid water to these people who have received the Holy Spirit? So they had a Holy Spirit baptism, and they were ordered to be baptized in water. The question is, why? See? Now, the Creator has made a witness system. All matters must be established by two or three witnesses. The Creator said the water will be a witness. The blood of Jesus will be a witness. And the Spirit will be a witness on earth. So when we do baptism, we call the water, the blood and the Spirit to bear witness of the decision to be baptized into the Lord Jesus Christ's death and resurrection. Make sure our names are in the Lamb's Book of Life and let there be a witness of our decision. This then, under righteousness, has no dispute on our decision to be born again, see? It's written in concrete. Not actually, but written in water. <laughs> now, yeah, the I've water... verse. Yeah, the water was never cursed. And if you have a look at the water, the water was never cursed. God said, cursed is the ground for your sake, Adam, right? So the water was never cursed. And actually, the water was there before there was light. We have a look at the Genesis account. The Spirit was hovering on the waters, and then God said. So the water has always been there. For some reason, it represents God Almighty, man. So when you are baptized in water, you're being baptized in an uncursed medium. Hmm. So that's worth thinking about. For those that belittle baptism, I suggest do a study before you open your mouth because it's the Creator's way of absolutely guaranteeing that someone has made a decision. Now, we have water inside us, so you're walking around with the witness inside you then. Could it be that your waters now are living waters? 
Yeah. Because they got the witness of your living salvation in them. Mm. So it has a lot more than what I believe we understand. Hey, this is Bible here, folks. What Peter's saying can be backed up with the word. Matthew yeah, man. 28. Jesus is died. He's rose again. He appears to the disciples in Galilee. said, Be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee, and there they shall see me. And you go down to the last verse, Matthew 28, verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake to them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Amen. Amen. That, That dovetails with Mark 16, which is another witness of what Jesus told us to do. Mark 16, go down the end. And it says, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. Folks, we are clearly to water baptize people in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yes. Now, is water baptism like some do where they just sprinkle a baby with water? Now, can a baby even make a decision to receive Christ? I believe um, a baby dies, they go to heaven. So does any child who's under the age of accountability. You know, But when they know the difference between right and wrong and can make a decision for Christ and hear the gospel preached, and, you know, they can receive Christ. But um, can a baby be water baptized? No, they, they, their spirit's not bearing witness. Right. And so... Um, I do, again, believe if children die, they go to heaven. But what I'm saying here, folks, is um, that sprinkle of water doesn't cut it. That's not uh, baptism. Does baptism mean to be immersed? Yeah, means to be means to go underneath, you know, be immersed. So uh, there may yeah. be some that say, hey, I was raised in the church and I got baptized as a baby. No, that's not the baptism he's talking about here. No, that's um, that's dedication. Right. And what I want to say here tonight is Jesus is saying, this is after he died rose again, his last command, the Great Commission, if you will. He's telling us to preach the gospel and baptize men and women out there. It's not optional. It's a command. Why do we want to argue whether or not you get into heaven without being water baptized? Folks, is that how we want to play it? We want to see... What's the least we can do and make it into heaven? That's like someone saying, you know what? I'm just going to get into heaven on my deathbed. Hmm. Really? Mm-hmm, man. Uh, and risky. so you have no time to even bear fruit for the Lord, to even work for Him. Is that what you want to do? See, what's the, the least we can do and still make it into heaven? I mean, that's uh, that's that's what more it's, it's, talk about. It's more than making it into heaven, isn't it, Shannon? This, this this gospel is about knowing the one and true God, knowing the Father who loves us, which is Jesus Christ, 
Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit are one it is about translation from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light now God Almighty doesn't want the accuser saying well they never got saved you want to not be baptized what about if, if the devil at the judgment rises up at some point whether he's there or not I don't know but someone saying well where's the proof Oh, they made some decision, walked up the front of some meeting, gave their heart to Jesus. But the God says, well, I made a way. They needed to be baptized in water to, to have the witness. Why not nail and make your election sure? Get the witness of the water. You know, out of Jesus' Amen. side came water and blood. The water knows the blood. It's met the blood. The blood of Jesus is in the water. It's gone up and down many times in the rain. Yeah, think about it. And your spirit bears witness of the day you were baptized. It can't be argued against. The righteousness of God requires the absolute proof. God proved Abraham. Sacrifice your son to the point where he had the knife there. Till God was convinced. Is God convinced of your decision? Or you won't bother to go down and be baptized? Or as a believer, you don't believe in it and you don't even bother baptizing souls? You don't even bother witnessing? What, you want your best, best lives now? You want your Mercedes, but you don't want to bring with you some souls. You know, how much, is, how much is a soul worth, Shannon? That's a good question. How much is it worth? Yeah, man. We, we can't put one price on one soul. One. We got five this week. Wow, five. All right. We're not Reinhard Bonke, but we got five. We got five. That's five eternal beings snatched from the everlasting fires of destruction into the everlasting kingdom of love the life what's that worth what's one worth we, we can't calculate it if we really think about it honestly and Peter, can I we have be to bothered ask, I have to ask the question why are people even debating whether or not you should be water baptized I think the, the question to ask folks is if you don't think you should be water baptized what's inside of you That's that it, is man. fighting against that water baptism because if Jesus commanded it Mm. before he went up to the Father and he's seated at the right hand of the Father as we speak. Don't you think we ought to obey the Lord? Mm. Jesus doesn't throw things in there just for good no, measure. No, he doesn't, man. He's very purposeful yeah. in the commands he gives us. He doesn't stutter. He commanded it. Then why don't you want to do it? Because I That's think right. there's a demon inside that doesn't want you to commit and go all in for Jesus. The last thing Satan wants is your proof of salvation. The last thing Satan wants is to lose you without chance of getting you back. I believe Satan thinks he can get people back if it's based on merely a decision. And have a look at it. The spirit of the living God came down on Jesus after he came out of the water. The kingdom of heaven make way. John said it makes the way straight for the kingdom of heaven to come. 
to do you want the kingdom in your life or or do you want a doubtful uh, and 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 Satan has a doubt about you. I I find people are being attacked more when they're not water baptized. Uh, I first thing I ask them, uh, have you been water baptized? Oh no. All right, we got to get you water baptized before we can go on with the deliverance. Isn't it a testimony before a testimony heaven, before the angels before the demons for mankind? Yeah. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and our testimony, the word of our te- uh, Do you have a word of testimony of being baptized? You can't overcome. Mm-hmm. It shows that we have been born again. The old things have passed away. Um, yes, the new has come. That happens when you plant a rotten apple. You get a new apple tree. Your seed changes. From the seed of the first Adam to the seed of the second Adam. Guaranteeing us a resurrection because inside Jesus was the seeds being resurrected. Peter? Way to follow that. Don't you think also we're to confess not only with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, because with our mouth confession is made, but also doesn't he say to confess him before man? Yes, we go down to the beach and we do these baptisms in front of everyone. People manifest coming out of the water. <laughs> person said, what are you doing there? I said, oh, I'm casting the devils out of him. <laughs> People were seeing That's it. That's an essential service. Yeah, essential service. Yeah, we're doing um, social distancing. distancing Same with the being born again. People. And water <laughs> baptism. What are you doing over there? Well, we're doing what Jesus yeah. commanded. To preach yeah, the man. gospel and to baptize men. Are you going to tell yeah. me I can't baptize someone? Yeah, hey, everyone out there, don't feel bad if you haven't baptized someone. Just um, if you if you feel, you know, put it in your heart, you want to baptize someone. God will send someone along. And, and, and I would make sure I baptized at least one person before I went home. At least one. That's not that hard. Just do one. Just find one. Ask people, are you being baptized? Did you know I do that? It's easy as that. Call the water, the blood, and the spirit to bear witness. Get them to renounce Satan, accept to die, and be raised together with Jesus Christ, and baptize them. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I baptize you, and push them under. You know, I think that um, inside of some people are spirits that make them think, you know, if I submit to be water baptized, I'm giving up some of my control. Or Amen. Those, those spirits hate it. Maybe I've had they them, feel... I, I've had them try and stop the people walking in. <laughs> they, they started to manifest. I've had to baptize them while they're manifesting. Folks, they're it's fighting. an outward sign to the world that you Amen. pass from death to life. And if we confess Jesus before men, he's going to confess it before his Father, which is in heaven. If you get saved, I think you need to tell someone about it. Don't Amen. be a closet Christian. Tell Amen. someone about it. Amen. Uh, you know, now, yeah, that's I grew amazing. up in the church. And I've been water baptized before. In fact, I asked my grandfather to water baptize me. I was honored that he could do it. Cool. That's cool, and, man. You know, cool. I grew up in the church, and I said the sinner's prayer. I remember church from age four. 
but it was troubling me in the spirit because I would mm. see other people come to Christ come out of the world there would be an altar call you know after the preaching of the word anybody would like to receive Christ come on up and I would see yeah. people go up and it kept bothering me I'm about 18 at this time going to my granddad's church and I realized you know what I've never had had a testimony of that Hmm. of putting myself out there on the line going up before men and Hmm. declaring that yes I want to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior and I believe it was the Holy Spirit convicted me inside you know and I got to thinking no I'm saved I don't need to do this and I got to thinking you know what am I going to really take a chance and barter I mean you know put my eternity on the line here because hmm. I would be ashamed of what people might think. You're the pastor's grandson. And brother, the Holy Spirit just kept convicting me I couldn't take anymore. It was a Sunday morning. They did an altar call. Three people came up. I think one guy was an alcoholic. And brother, I got up there on Sunday morning. It just had to be one of those Sundays where there's a lot of people there. It seemed to be extra bright that particular day. <laughs> the lights <laughs> felt, cool. you know felt a little bit sweaty everyone can see you I walked up there and I know I embarrassed some people including my grandparents my grandmother later said son if you had any doubts you could have come to me privately and I said grandmother I must obey the Lord it says (laughs) if if we (laughs) confess Christ before man he will confess us before his father which is in heaven and if we deny Christ folks he's also going to deny us before his father which is in heaven you might have to make that decision. Will you keep your head or will you deny Christ? Let him take my head. I'm not going to deny Christ. So, make a long story longer, I got up there and I did it. And brother, I felt so good. Oh, I cool. said, if I die tonight, I can. I have a testimony that I confessed Jesus Christ before man. The hell what people think, folks. And some people <laughs> are embarrassed. Or maybe they feel they'll make themselves vulnerable. Or maybe you don't even know why you don't want to get water baptized. Now, there are some, of course, that want to get water baptized, but the church doesn't do it but once a year. Peter's not saying you got to go to a particular church to do it. He was baptizing people out in the, the ocean there at Gold Coast of Australia. Peter, can you be baptized yeah, in a uh, swimming pool? Anyone. Any, any Christian, right? can baptize another Christian to be baptized in a swimming pool, again. in the shower, in the bath. Yeah, man. Anywhere. You mean you don't have Anywhere. to be a member of a particular church? And uh, No, you're better off if you're not. You're better off just to go down and get baptized purely into the name of Jesus. You know? Okay, so break it down for us. Um, if you're going to be the one baptizing someone else, uh, how do you do mm. it? What do you say? Well, I take the view of getting the water to bear the witness. You know, the water, the spirit, and the blood to bear the witness. So we do the prayer in shot, earshot of the water. We call, dear Father God, we, we call the kingdom of heaven to come, and we ask the water and the blood and the spirit to bear witness today of this baptism. And, and that's where we're asking with the spiritual power of our mouth for the witness. I get the person to renounce Satan. I choose the Lord Jesus Christ to accept to be 
to die with him and to be raised with him to eternal life. We want our name written in the Lamb's book of life. Let the water and the blood and the spirit bear witness of our decision. We hereby agree to be baptized to prove this point. And then baptize them. And um, you've got the witness happening there then. So I think that I go to that trouble. Um, some people don't. But why not drive and make your election and calling sure? Then no, when they says, come out of the water, we pray for them to receive the seal of the Holy Spirit, to be filled with God's Spirit, to receive their gifts and their callings, uh, uh uh, to receive the baptism of fire and power for an overcoming life. Right there in the water. Give them the light, man. Jesus got it. He got the Holy Spirit when he come up. So that's our example. Now it says, and, baptize the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So what do you say in that case? Both of it. We baptize you, hereby baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let's go with what the scripture says. You know, don't make up our own idea. All but, right? Who you is know, the Father can, and who can, is the Son? Yeah, Jesus. So you can you can say, I baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ, the name of Yahweh, and the name of the Holy Spirit. You know, if you want to go to that extent. Whatever faith you have in that, God knows before we even pray, but it doesn't mean we should have it in error. We should have it correctly. But we are baptizing them to be mainly to be die and to be raised with Jesus Christ. So that's the reason we're stating we're getting baptized. Now here's a question from the chat room. Uh, question says, Peter, can we be baptized one more, more than one time? Well, can you pray for the sick more than one time? Sure. It's, yeah, and if you, if you want to be baptized again, get baptized again. Who cares? Make your calling and election sure. If it I worries agree. you, it worries you. You know? Shoot, I've been baptized four times. No joke. Twice as a kid. I think the first time I just wanted to get in that baptismal pool. It was like a swimming pool to me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Second time I was so, a bit more serious. Then I did again when I was 18. But, yeah. dude, I got to Israel back in like 2006 or seven of seven, And I had an opportunity yeah. to be baptized in the Jordan River. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. If you've been over there, everybody goes over there. And you put on yeah. that white robe. And uh, these little fish bite on your toes. Heck, that was number four. If you can, four. I can confess Jesus Christ as Lord every day. Amen. And and look, if you if you're worried about your motives when you first got baptized, and you feel you want to get baptized again, it's not going to hurt, is it? Not at all. Right? It, it doesn't mean your first one was not effective, but if it was effective, but for you, if you feel better getting baptized again, my advice: get baptized again. ASAP. Absolutely, folks. Don't leave anything yeah. to happen. Nice. If you got any doubt, do it. Praise we're the Lord. We're talking eternity here. We're talking, and, and even we're talking the power to overcome in this life here. Maybe many Christians don't overcome because they never got baptized. Mm. Brother, just like that time where I knew I was saved, but I had never mm. confessed, confessed that Jesus Christ is Lord to someone else. Yeah. You know what? I said, the heck with it. I'm not yeah, missing out on heaven. I'm not going to take a chance. Why? Because I embarrassed myself and someone else. Well, I did embarrass myself and them. But I felt so good <laughs> that I did afterwards. You know what? And, and the promises Amen. are for the meek, the humble. You know, it's a way It's a way you can humble yourself too if you're worried about it. 
folks. We ought to obey God rather than men. We can't afford to worry about what people are going to think. You're never going to please everybody anyhow. You might please one and you'll offend somebody else. You know what? I can't worry about that. We've got to be worried about what does God say about us. We've got to obey yeah. God, folks, rather than men. Yeah, and wouldn't you like the testimony that you baptized someone? Oh, yeah. How you, how are you going to feel in heaven when you meet up with the person you baptized? <laughs> That's pretty hey, awesome. You're going to be nice to each other. You're going to be glad you met each other. You're going to be big smiles all around. You know, if you baptize one, you would have wished you baptized more at that point. Think about it. Think about these things as Christians. You know, if all of us Christians just baptize one person, there'd be double the amount of Christians around. Think about that. A harvest for Jesus, for his perfect love given towards men. That's why I do these things. I, I love Jesus that much. I want to give him a harvest. Help him get one. Now, Be part of one. Folks, you should be baptized in water because that's what Jesus commanded. If Jesus said it, should we obey him? Isn't it important what he said? It Every is. word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, Jesus is the Son of God. He is God. He said it. Shouldn't we obey the Creator, the Word? And he made the universe. He knows what he's talking about. Yes, he does, folks. And lean not into your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him. We've got to uh, walk. We've got, we got to live according to every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That includes being water baptized. You know, uh, do you take communion just one time? No, it's every day, man. You every could, day you can. But as often as you do it. Yeah. Um. I see a benefit from taking communion often. Why take it once yeah. a year, folks? And if you want to take, you know, be water baptized more than once, hey, go for it. Go for it. Now, I've been baptized four times. I don't see the need at this point. But I felt good about the four times I have been. They were important you know, to me. You know, Shannon, I got baptized in the mangroves in Fiji on an island called Lombasa, really? a town called Lombasa. In the mangroves, and I felt a dragon leave my back. Wow! In ab- yeah, in absolute rage, it tore itself off, and it raged and left. So Whoa. that gave me a gift of faith for baptism. That it cuts the tie with the devil, man. Mm. Now, were you were you saved by that time that you got water yeah, baptized in Fiji? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was about three months after I made a decision and got saved, and I, I was speaking in tongues and everything. But it makes a difference, doesn't it? It does, and they were encouraged me get baptized, so they took me down. I had to walk through the mud, and and I definitely felt a spiritual release. So, to me, it said a message that it's worth it. It cuts the devil off you with absolute proof and witness the devil is witness to the witness is for him so that he knows you're out of bounds man yeah he knows who owns you now so there there is it's the way the creator designed it out of his love for us so why fight against it just do it 
be humble. The promises belong to the humble. Just do it. These things have meaning, folks. Just like the mark of the beast when it's offered. Yeah. This is going to have a meaning. You're going to be testifying before the universe. (laughs) Anybody alive at that time, the angels, the demons, God, Satan, that you've made a decision. Either to stand with Satan for eternity and you take his mark, or you're going to say, no, I will not receive your mark. I'm with the Lord. Even if you lose your head. Folks, we've got to make a decision. Okay. They love not their life unto death. They loved not their life unto death, and that overcomes Satan. Yeah, he's going to kill some of us. He's going to chop the heads off of some of us. But are you prepared to stand? How can you stand if you wouldn't even prepare to get water baptized? How? Of we've got to choose. Yeah. We've got to choose and go all in. That means go all in under that water, too. <laughs> that's, that's it, man. Do it. Yeah. yeah. You know, one of these days we're all going to meet and we're all going to go, wow, you know, wow, glad we did that. You know, we're so happy we did that now. Now we understand a lot more. We don't understand much now, but later we will. And we're going to go, wow, wow, that was close. I nearly didn't decide. We may have some people out there with a cat spirit. You know, like cats don't like to get wet. (laughs) If there's something (laughs) arguing with you inside, don't don't do it. You have to ask yourself, what is that inside that doesn't want to be water baptized? Why do you have an aversion to water, to going under? It's job in you. If you have a devil in you, it's job in you is to stop you getting baptized. Absolutely. And it's losing its mission when the day you get baptized, man, it's lost. Lost. I've had him admit. I said, you shouldn't have let him get baptized. And the demon goes, well, we tried. We tried everything to stop that. Yeah, and we couldn't. Oh, why did you try and stop that? He has a destiny. They're destiny stealers. If you're getting feelings, words, thoughts not to get baptized, you've got a destiny stealer in you. Yeah, for sure. Whoa, that's a great title. Do you have a destiny stealer inside of you? Yeah, man. Brother, um, it makes me think, too, what Jesus said. If you don't eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part of me. It makes me yeah, think no, of... No part of salvation, which is Jesus' name means salvation. No part of the salvation of God. You've got to feed on the judgment of the cross, on the on the inheritance of the saints. That's the communion in the blood and the body. Our inheritance. Their life is there. That's why we don't live on bread alone. We live on the life that's promised us through the living bread. Mm. Twelve loaves on the showbread table. One for each tribe of Israel. Jesus, I believe, harvested the blessings of Israel and broke his body to feed it to us, as shown by the twelve baskets left over. Yeah, the bread of life. You know, wow, makes- that's our inheritance, man. These things have significance. It makes me remember one other verse, you know, feet washing. Yes. That's even for feet. today. John 13. Yes. Says the evening meal was now, in progress. Yeah. The devil and the foot, already... Foot washing, I believe, is praying deliverance. Because Jesus said to Peter, you don't know what I'm doing now, but you'll know later. Well, Peter had his feet in the bowl. How did he not know? 
it was a, a living example of a spiritual way the dust represents the curse and the water represents God's promise when you're baptized you're baptized into the promise of God when you wash the feet is washing off the curses of this world to come on you because you're in the world you know when you're walking up a road your feet get dirty man just on their own two places communion and water and washing of the feet is where you have no part of salvation unless you do these things and we that is term, praying for each other you're clean but you need a wash you know lord wash all my sins away we heard that growing up um Peter said, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus yeah, replied, you do not realize now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. And Peter said, no, you will never wash my feet. Jesus said, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Folks, this is for today. Yeah, I don't see much in the church anymore. I believe the foot washing is a type and shadow of deliverance. You're clean. But you get you get dirt on you in this world needs to be delivered off. The, the the dust is the curse. Curse is the ground. So there you go. Foot washing. Young people do it in church. Going, oh, I'm humbling myself. No, it wasn't about that. It's about deliverance. Yeah, that's well, what I believe. I, I believe in both aspects of it. I do believe in, of course, in deliverance. But I also believe that. Um, Hey, it's an outward symbol. You know, humbling yourself. Jesus did it. And you know, you don't see too many churches do that. Now, I did see it growing up in the Pentecostal church. What was funny to me, though, is people would put their, keep their socks on. They'd wash their feet with their socks on. What was up with that? Take your sock off. <laughs> now, I had this lady come in wanted to wash my feet. So I let her. <laughs> but... Take your socks off. <laughs> she she came in, wanted to wash my feet the other day. Well, said, oh, really? Okay. Wow. Wow. But, yeah, how about that? Hey, I'm like this. Hey, it is a humbling situation. And I look at many it things is. here that the church doesn't embrace anymore. The church doesn't embrace the head covering. Not? Yet Paul Another mentioned one. when you pray and prophesy, ladies, cover your head. If you're a man with a hat, take it off. Yeah, they don't do it anymore. We don't do a lot of things that the Word of God says. And these are all symbols that have oh, significance they're, they're and meaning. Significant. Folks. The head covering was a witness for the angels. It's a witness. Oh, there we go. For the hey, angels. We're, we're talking about a witness tonight. The Lord has um, moved on this program tonight. I had no idea we were going to talk about this, but no, all these either. truths keep coming out about the witness of the Lord. The head covering. The foot washing, communion, yes. water yes. baptism. Why yes. is it? Peter, tell me this. There's something in common I'm seeing here tonight. Why is it that people fight all these things so hard? Because they've got spirits in them. I believe that this job of the spirit of the world in us is to keep us in the world. And it's to fight against, to war against the spirit of truth. And we are being robbed we're being robbed by all this the tradition of man can make the cross of Christ of no effect so we can be robbed from so why fight why don't we just believe what the scripture says for a change and follow it <laughs> be far easier wouldn't it 
Why fight the witness, folks? Why not just obey the word of God? Yeah, you find your lives go a lot further just simply obeying. You know, I, I started praying for people to be healed and to, to do deliverance. And uh, I have to say, Shannon, you know, you, you encouraged me a lot back in uh, the, in that journey. But I uh, I started doing that to follow that Jesus said, go and pray for the sick, go and cast yes. out devils. <laughs> it's just following. Oh, okay, I'll go do that. Oh, that brings me to another point I thought about this week. Tell you know when Noah, we talked about last week, Noah's Ark rested on the mountain, Ararat, called, called Reverse the Curse, right? Yes. Now, you think what Noah went through, right, to get in the ark. Now, God says, get out of the ark. What sort of faith did Noah have to get out? That was a scary thing to do, I believe, to get out of the ark. It's been saving me. Now I have to get out of it. It might rain again. I might drown. It's a scary old world out there, all on my own. I've got to get out. So there's a getting in and there's a getting out by faith. Wow. I didn't think about that. I never thought about it. And I thought... Noah was obedient. Sugar, I had to get in the ark and then it flooded and now I've got to get out of the ark. What's going to happen to me? It's a big worry. But he was obedient. God never spoke the whole time that ark was floating and then God spoke and said, hop out. (laughs) It took obedience to get in and it took um, obedience and not operating in fear to obey the Lord to open up that door and get out and get out so can we do that you know Noah did it and that was such a big call and we got a little one go get water baptized (laughs) this small one can we do that you're going to let Noah put us to shame Hmm? or are we going to be stiff necked rebellious are we going to harden our heart Mm-hmm. Are yeah, we going to yeah. die like those in the, the day of the provocation and not enter into the rest of the Lord mm-hmm. and die in the desert? Amen. Brother Peter, I want to that, thank you for coming on tonight. Man, I love these shows with you. Can you come back on that, next week? Yeah, next week um, I got a story for next week, which I was going to say this week, but we didn't get there, of the bag of holes. Yeah. Folks, tune in next bag, week. It's going to be good. It's in Ezra. It's a bag of holes, and I've got a deliverance story about that for next week. Coming up next week, folks, same time, same channel. Peter, um, close us in prayer, and how can people contact you and support your ministry? Doing a great job. You know, it's all good, and um, uh, uh, praise the Lord for everyone. Um, HisKingdomsTable.com, i got downloaded teachings there. i got a Facebook channel, Peter Whiffen. On, on, uh, sorry, a YouTube channel, Peter Whiffen. I've got Facebook, uh, Peter Whiffen at Facebook and Peter Whiffen at Hotmail.com um, Skype is value V-A-L-U triple seven Skype that's my Skype address happy to talk to anyone anytime and um, uh, just uh, thank you all and uh, love to all the saints here in Jesus name Amen Amen brother God richly bless you brother go to hiskingdomstable.com friends 
Have fun there. There's a lot See of you next time, brother. <laughs> okay, cheers, God man. Bless. Cheers. See ya. Folks, it's about making your calling an election sure.